What did we get yesterday, eh? A peek behind the curtain as the new government rolls out their approach to gangs. Uh, one of the things Mark Mitchell has argued for for ages was the limit Labor put on gangs and what could be taken away in the proceeds of crime. It was $30,000. Stuart Nash now tells us he argued to have it lower as well. He was on Mitchell's side but was blocked at Cabinet so had to suck it up. Justice Minister at the time, Kerry Allen, said a lower limit would have issues with the Bill of Rights. Anyway, Stuart Nash is with us. Very good morning to you. How are you, Mike? I'm very well indeed. I tell you what, you won't be winning any friends within Labor for this revelation, will you? Oh, Mike, this wasn't a cabinet decision. This was a, a conversation I had as soon as I became police minister. You know, let, let, let me take back to 1972 when you started oh, really? on the radio. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Look, Norman Kirk said he wanted to take the bikes off the bikies. Now, you know, with this been going on for a long time, and at $30,000, you can buy a Harley and ride around like you own the streets. What I wanted to do is I wanted to take the Harleys off the bikies, to be honest. And what the Unexplained Wealth thing does is it actually says, you know, we're, we're going to take your bike. If you can't prove you, you've got a decent receipt that says that you purchased this legitimately, we can take it off you. Now, you know, 30000 it's too high, okay? Yeah. It is too high. You can, you can buy a Harley or you can engineer a sale where you can buy a Harley for under $30,000. Unacceptable, mate. You need to get the, uh, the assets off the gangs. Exactly. So you, you were get... saying this to who? Kerry Allen? I, so I became police minister when Hipkins became prime minister. The first thing I did is I said to, um, to Hipkins, we need to drop this limit from 30000 to zero. And he said, well, she can get it past um, Kitty Allen. And I went to Kitty and said, this is what I want to do. And she said, no, we need to leave it at 30000 And I said, I don't think that's the case. I said, let me take this to Cabinet then. And she said, no, this is what it's going to be. She obviously uh, went to Hipkins, and Hipkins said, OK, we're going to leave it at 30000 Why? Because it's anti-Maori. Bullshit, Mike. I mean, you know, the police are race agnostic when it comes to gangs. And I don't give a – I don't think any – any of your listeners care at all what race a gang member is. They need to be held to account. It doesn't matter if they're Maori, European, Chinese, Indian, what ethnicity. A gang member is a gang member is a gang member, and they need to be held to account. Do you regret not saying all this at the time? Uh, well, I came on your show pretty, pretty soon after I became police minister, and that was the end of that. But, yeah. but you, know, you know, you you and I have talked about gangs for you know, for six years. You know my view on law and order. You know my view that when it comes to methamphetamine and the and the harm that gangs perpetrate across our communities, we need to go really hard. And I and I'm a you know, I'm a huge believer in our police force. I think the men and women in our service do an absolutely brilliant job. But we as politicians have got to give them the tools to do this. Exactly. And the surprising thing, mate, is when this was going through the house, um, you know, I said, I said, okay, well, Curdy, if, if that's what you want, then that's what you want. I've lost this battle, but you're facing this. So I'm not going to talk to the media about this. But Goldsmith actually didn't even bring it up when it was going through the house, and I just think he was just too disengaged. But this is one of the tools you need to give the police to go hard against the gangs. Couldn't agree more. So, Kerry Allen, so you raised two really interesting things. So, Kerry Allen's thought this was a Maori issue and wanted to protect the Maoris, thus building on the idea that there was a strong Maori caucus within the Labour Party, and they were protecting Maori behaviour and Maori issues generally. Is that fair? No, I don't think that is fair, because I said to, uh, to Kitty, and I, then I said to Hipkins, let me take this to Cabinet then, because I think Cabinet will back me on this. Because, yeah. you know, the, there were very, very few of the Maoris who actually liked gangs. So, you know, you talk to Kelvin Davis about this, you know, he's, a, he's a, a school teacher, he understands the value of education, he understands the value of kids being brought up well. Uh, he, he is no gang apologist. But, but when the Minister of Justice said that, that I think this is an anti-Maori thing, and keeping in mind uh, that may have bore a Bill of Rights issues. My view was, come on, pull your bloody head in. This isn't a Maori issue. This is a gang issue.
Right. And we need to get on top of the gang. Well, the other interesting thing, what's it say about Hipkins' leadership? Surely he could see the common sense in what you were arguing. You'd think so, wouldn't you? So is Hipkins a weak leader? Well, I think in this case he got it wrong. You know, we had, we had an opportunity to go really hard against gangs. And, yeah, we did some really good stuff. I mean, people forget that we bought an 1,800 new police. We, we, you know, you and I have talked about this again ad nauseum. We changed the firearms rules. We, we actually, the, the bikes that were crushed over the weekend were crushed under Labour legislation. Yep. So we did some really good stuff, but we need to go harder. In my view, Mike, is if Labour is to have any chance whatsoever of regaining the Treasury benches in 2026, we've got to get on top of this gang issue and the law and order issue in a way that but I don't you, think... You, and you were articulating that to Cabinet, to Hipkins, to Kerry Yellen. They must, in their heart of hearts, know that because crime was the issue of the year. Well, I, and, and Mike, I, this is the thing I didn't understand. So Hipkins was very briefly police minister. Uh, police wanted zero tolerance on this. They, they didn't want a $30,000 threshold. I said to Hipkins, come on, back me on this. Let's take it to Cabinet. And if Cabinet agree, keeping in mind, I'm not, I'm not breaking any Cabinet confidence here, but if I take this to Cabinet and Cabinet agree, then, then let's put a supplementary order paper in. It'll be zero threshold, and the cops have the tools they need to go after these guys. Wasn't even allowed to do that. So what was the matter with Hipkins as police minister? He wasn't interested, wasn't engaged, or he was pro-Maori, or he was soft no, on no, crime? No, he was only there briefly, but, but this is the thing. So when he became the Prime Minister, I briefly became the Police Minister until I came on your show and blew it. Uh, <laughs> but Going hard against crime, right? But, but the thing was, is I thought, because he had been Police Minister, that he would back me on this one and that I would win against Kitty Allen, who said, no, no, we're going to do 2000. And he didn't. But, he's but soft, and, that and means my, he's soft on crime. Well, I think he misjudged this. Uh, I think he misjudges, and I think he misjudged Zealanders' appetite to really go incredibly hard against the gangs. Oh. You know, I, I had a figure, which is which is no doubt out of date now, but just to give you a scale of the problem we're dealing with, when I was minister in that first term, the police told me that the gangs were making around about $500 million a year out of the methamphetamine trade. So, you know, these aren't the gangs of the 1970s where... You know, they're good old boys having a few beers. They, you know, they get in a little bit of trouble and they beat each other up every now and again. These are highly sophisticated, very organised organisations uh, that peddle methamphetamine into our communities in a way that is actually destroying the heart of a number of our small communities. And people up and down the country and those who are listening to this know exactly what I mean. And certainly the police do. Exactly. Uh, anytime you want to tell us all the other cool stuff that was going on behind the scenes, Stuart, um, you, you, got, you got our number and uh, let us know. It's good to catch up with you there. Appreciate it very much. Stuart Nash, former police minister. Unbelievable. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.